What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Just Keep Breathing podcast with your host, I'm Cam. So, it's been a while since I have, like, since I recorded at my workplace. I think the last time I actually recorded, it was like a few months ago, actually. And um, so, I... I haven't gotten used to it, like, it's still, like, at the back of my mind, like, you know, that someone can walk in on me recording and be like, why the fuck are you talking to yourself, you know, so there's a lot of things that I have to, like, work on mentally before I can actually, like, think, you know what, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm gonna be fine at recording and stuff like that, I mean, like, there's no one here, it's like 5.30 in the afternoon, don't ask me what I'm doing at work still, I just find it to be a safe space and i feel like i don't think a lot of people will say that like okay you know like also i don't have a i don't have a say in this like i have to stay here until my dad picks me up you know until i get my license and my car and everything else sorted but until then i think my workplace is gonna see a lot of me until my contract ends or you know whatever ends so um it's amazing to be back in recording, like I said, guys. Um, I really, really do enjoy um, recording podcasts for you guys. I was speaking to my best friend, and she was like, you should become a radio presenter. Now, I don't know what made her think that I could become a radio pre- presenter for some reason, because I stutter and I get words wrong, and radio presenters don't do that, right? And I probably don't even know what I'm talking about countless times on this podcast I just say things that come to my mind and I, I I also have these these phases where I just stop talking and it just goes blank and there's a quiet place and you guys wonder if this is still you know going on if the episode is still going on like what I just did like a few minutes ago but I do not know why she said I should become a radio presenter Maybe she has her reasons, like, she thinks, like, okay, you're good at speaking, or you have this voice for, you know, becoming a radio presenter, but I don't actually see it in me, like, I would never actually see myself being a presenter for some reason, like, I told you guys in the first episode that I actually deleted, um, I deleted, like, three or four of the episodes of this podcast because I felt like the audio was shitty, and also, I didn't think that I was speaking since when I started this podcast, I started it because... You know, everyone else was starting a podcast and everyone was listening to it and I wanted to feel the hype. But now that I actually understand the importance of podcasts, that everyone listens to podcasts and if you give out the wrong information, it could actually affect someone's life, either negatively or positively based on what you tell them. And they can actually take that into consideration into their daily lives and actually believe it. So um, it's actually important to realize what you put out into the world. Um, because words are actually really, really strong weapons, and saying certain things can bring you a lot, a lot of either problems, or it can bring you a lot of pride. Um, I don't know, was that like onomatopoeia? How do you say it? Alliteration, assonance, either or. I'm just giving out like a lot of English meanings right now you know, um, parts of speech, I don't know what I'm saying, but the reason I say this is because my, one of my friends, I'm not going to mention names or anything, close friends, 
they were going through a breakup and i don't want to mention like anything so i don't want to offend them like i know she won't be offended but i know that she wouldn't like a lot like want me to mention this on my podcast or anything but like anyways one of my friends she's going through a breakup and one of her friends which is our friends in our friend group told her that you know what like if someone starts detaching from you it just means that they either lost feelings or they're seeing another person and that really stuck with her that might not be his best advice or his best like you know um sentence he could have given her at that time you know but it was something that he thought was right at the moment because he was doing it and the reason I say that the words you put out or the words you tell someone can actually stick with them for a long time, I mean it because she actually overthought her whole relationship and she was devastated and she was like, okay, what if this is actually true? Whereas in that case, it was just a shitty person being shitty and toxic and saying things that he was actually doing, but now actually projecting it onto her boyfriend or ex or whatever it was and it made her feel shitty so again i'm telling you guys this with the most sincerity ever is that a word but whatever you say make sure it has meaning make sure it has something of value before you say it before you put it out into anyone's minds if you give someone advice give it to to them with the best of your ability instead of actually just telling them something that is just at the back of your head like okay maybe this is the situation you know just don't give them these these thoughts that just come to your head give them actual real advice that can actually help them because you never know how it can actually affect someone's life um and i feel like a lot of the times we do actually take into consideration of all of the toxicness that happens all of the red flags that we have in relationships be platonic or not i feel like we always taking into consideration we always just focusing on red flags and you know toxic positivity and everything toxic in a relationship instead of focusing on the positive so that is why i'm recording this episode today because i want to speak to you guys about the positive that can actually happen in relationships Positive being what we call nowadays green flags. That's what the gen... What are we? Gen Z? Yeah. Gen Z calls positivity in relationships nowadays. Green flags. Um, I don't know where that came about from. But I do know that it has stuck with a lot of people. And a lot of people have been using these terms. You know, red flags, green flags. All of these terms. Um, and so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Green flags in a relationship. So... Stay tuned, and without further ado, let's just get on into the episode. So, I have a few points that I wrote down, because I feel like writing what comes to my head would actually give me a sort of idea of what I want to say, instead of actually, you know, speaking out of my mind, then I actually don't know what point I'm trying to get across to you guys. So, a lot of the times, like I said, we always tend to focus on the toxic, the red flags, the pain, the hurt, the suffering, all of that in terms of hurt. And we build a conscious around it, thinking that everyone else is going to be the same as the people that hurt us in the past. Everyone is going to be the same as those people that gave us red flags. Everyone has their own red flags. Maybe it would be false, maybe it be flaws, but they are not per se red flags. Um, maybe it's just areas of development for them but you can never know unless you actually know that person 
and why i'm saying this is because sometimes we can misinterpret red flags and we can actually think that that person is a bad person when in turn that is just their past shaping them into what they are today that is basically all they know and we misinterpreting things misunderstanding things doesn't make it any easier on us because then we misunderstand that person we judge them based on what they show us instead of actually judging them based on what they who they are and what we know about them so instead of trying to say things are actually red flags focus on the good also focus on whether they actually are red flags or green flags because anyone can tell what a red flag is anyone can tell what a green flag is it's only your your perspective on things i'm gonna put it like that it's your perspective if you have a negative perspective everything is gonna be a red flag to you period and if you are the type you know my type (laughs) that is always seeing the good in people then you're gonna take it as a green flag a good thing so i want to speak about what are good green flags in relationships like i'm saying be, be it platonic or be it you know friendship emotional relationships one of your plot your partner significant other um but let's speak about it so one main green flag you should always find in someone is if they don't argue or blame you unnecessarily now i have a good amount of experience with this i'm sure a lot of us have this experience where people countlessly blame us for something that we haven't done or they just you know argue with us unnecessarily sometimes that means that they love you that is something i read if someone blames you unnecessarily it just means that they love you and they want the best for you and that's why arguments come across because they want to get a point to you and you don't agree with that point or they don't agree with your point and you know it leads into a a disagreement so sometimes it could be a good thing or a bad thing but in this case if they do not do these things that is an absolute clean clean <laughs> what <laughs> a green flag look out for that that is one of the most important and the first one that came to my head is i was always blamed in my relationship i was always being the one that was you know blamed or i was always he was always projecting his feelings onto me. He was always gaslighting me. That's the word, gaslighting. And it came to a point where I was like, you know what? Am I actually doing those things? Am I actually that type of person that he always gonna he's continuously blaming me for the shit? Like, I don't actually take my actions into perspective when I say things or when I do things. But is he actually telling the truth? Am I actually doing this? So find you someone that doesn't blame you all the time that makes you feel secure about yourself instead of blaming you and getting yourself feeling all insecure you know um the second point i'm gonna make is that they understand the importance 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 of managing time for you and life chores they'll always make time for you they'll separate their life or their working life their you know their social life they always separate time for you make time for you and if they can do that that means you have someone special because <laughs> i'm always going to relate these few examples to my life because i know that you know relating to someone else's life it wouldn't be like fair so when i was in a relationship with max he's not a bad person guys just disclaimer on that he's not a bad person 
but when I was in a relationship with him, he would constantly, you know, tell me he's busy, you know, I'll call you when I can, I'm just busy at the moment, I'm in a meeting, I can't do this now, you know, I'm busy, it's, it was always busy, and busy was the new normal for us, because he couldn't, be, he wasn't able to separate his work life, or his social life, from time, he wasn't able to give me his time, not even like 5% of the time, we would call like once a day, whereas in the beginning of our relationship, we'd call like 10 times a day, um, and don't get me wrong, I still love him, I do still love him, but I think things have changed, and I think those things, I think those things can actually put you off to a point where you want to out of the relationship, so always ensure that your partner is giving you the amount of time that you need and the amount of time that you deserve, because if they're not giving you the amount of time you need and deserve, then what are they actually there for? You get me? And then moving on to number three. I know the audio sounds a bit different. I actually just plugged in my mic and I got home. So I feel like it's probably better now or it's worse. I don't know. But number three would be that person would try to always communicate, listen and give you the right suggestions. Now, I've said this a million times. Communication is key in a relationship. And if you are not going to communicate your feelings to someone else and they're not going to be able to communicate their feelings to you how are you making things work if there's no communication i swear that it is the most vital vital role in a relationship it plays the most vital role so if you do not communicate you'll never be able to understand someone you'll never be able to listen fully fully to what they actually want from you or what they actually want to give you and then you will never be able to actually understand their feelings which is one thing in a relationship you need to understand is your partner's feelings how they feel how they do certain things why they do that because if you do not know that are you actually partners to start off with I know those are like these are rhetorical questions that I ask you guys when I like finish a sentence or whatever, but it's something to take into consideration. It's something that you should ask yourself when you are with someone. Do they communicate? Do they talk to me? Do they actually like listen to me when I'm talking to them? And do they always give me the the right advice, right suggestions when I need advice or you know something of that sort? Because they're gonna have to be there for you in their, in your times of need and you're gonna have to be there for them so vice versa so if it doesn't work out then you already know what it is right just letting you know number four would be they try to sort out conflict most of the time without keeping an ego so they don't care whether it will shatter their personal ego or anything. They would rather sort out the, the conflict going on. They would rather sort out the disagreement, the argument, than go to bed angry with you. Go to bed not being able to speak to you. Go to bed not be able to see you or something of that sort. Because, I mean, it's like really, really tough when you not, when you go to bed not like resolving something that happened earlier on and then you just wake up in the worst mood ever because you really want to talk to that person but you you realize or you remember what your guys 
you your night ended or your day ended how how it ended so it's really really amazing when you get someone that actually would want to sort out the conflicts with you to sort things out and to fix things rather than just leave it as it is and not care about what the situation is you know i always used to tell my ex like i would rather fix things with you a thousand times a thousand times why the hell do i sound like this i would rather fix things with him a thousand times and actually you know maybe even a hundred or a million times i would rather fix things with him than move on to someone move and build something new with someone and i i tried fixing things obviously it didn't work out for the best but i did not move on and i'm glad that i didn't because i have my doubts for of people but i don't think i'll ever ever love the same way i don't think i'll ever love anyone the same way that i loved him and maybe that's a red flag but i take it as a green flag and then number 5 would be they clear you at a right time if misunderstandings happen so they always always willing to fix any misunderstanding and you know just try to fix things with you they clear it at the right time so that you could feel at ease and they can feel at ease because they both you you know that they want to make the effort to settle things you know and settle for you so you don't even have to worry about misunderstandings in the future because you know that even if it happens they're going to be there they're going to be like a few steps away a, call, a phone call away so if you ever need to speak about something if you ever misunderstand something they're going to be there to clarify everything for you you know number 6 would be their actions match their words sometimes they say actions speak louder than words and if your person's actions are matching their words then they're really 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 genuine about their feelings towards you they actually do take your feelings into consideration they want what's best for you because the actions show it and their words are showing it as well it's not like you know okay i'm going to say this but my actions are not doing the same thing that i'm saying or my actions aren't speaking as loud as my words are you know um or their actions could be you know louder than they were they would rather do something for you than actually say it and express their gratitude for you and then you know on the other side it's like the action just it's just nothing there's no effort nothing they just say these things okay i love you but they don't show it you know you know what i'm saying or i miss you but they don't show you they miss you when you guys meet up after a week of not seeing each other you know so it's it's things like that like the small things that matter like every action counts and every action means something to you at the end of the day so if their actions match their words you have something special okay and if they doesn't i mean it's not the end of the world but you shouldn't settle for less and then the last point would be they understand your situation listen to you and help you figure it out now this is the same as point number 5 but they understand you and it's very rare that you get someone that will actually understand your feelings understand what you're going through your situations in life and actually stick with you through them because i know a lot of people once they find out about like things about you they would rather like you know okay i'm out of, i'm out of the door they run away because they're like okay wait this person is actually like this and she's not 
you know, she's putting up this false reputation and she's not actually who she says she is. She's more of a depressed, emotional person and I can't deal with that because I was healing and stuff like that. They're not willing to heal you for you, for them, for you all. If they're not willing to work for you guys, then, you know, it's better that they leave. But if they're going to stay and help you figure things out, you know, stick with you through everything that you're going through stick with you through that depression trial, you know, stick with you through your mood swings, you have someone special and you shouldn't let go of that because no, not everyone's going to stick through your mood swings or your anxiety attacks with you or your period, you know, when you have all of these cravings or something like that, no one's going to stick with you through that. And if you find that person that actually is willing to go all the way, all the way, you know, all in. He's all in or she's all in. Or it's a best friend, they're all in. Don't let that slip through your fingers like sand. Because it's really hard to find that nowadays. But anyways, guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope my audio was good because I will literally die if I have to record this again. Um, yeah, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Remember that you are so much stronger than your anxiety. And until next time.